is going on, all you guys and gals, all you Marks and Mags? You are listening to Cheap Talk Wrestling. I am your host, like always. I'm TJ Albin, your reigning, defending, first ever. You know all the names. You know all the titles. Your champion here on Cheap Talk Wrestling. Alongside with, unfortunately, well, I have to be the bearer of bad news because they don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Dylan Sariva and Brandon Carr will not be joining me this week on Cheap Talk Wrestling. I have someone a little special. Uh, I don't know how to put him. I mean, he's a very controversial character uh, in the Daily Goat. Uh, he calls us out on his own podcast. But ladies and gentlemen, Peter Alves. Yo, Peter. yo, yo. What up, everybody? Hey, buddy. It's me taking over everybody's podcast. I guess it's your takeover week, huh? Yeah, indirectly. <laughs> indirectly without advertising? You're just going to have to ask like everybody, and then everybody said no. And then you're just like, damn, I'm going to have to pick Peter. Well, whatever. I mean, I did have to scrape to the bottom of the barrel, but I, like I said, you're you're in my IC in case of emergency, huh? Yeah, you just break that glass, that hammer. It's a big, it's a big thing, glass. It kind of like, are you sure you want to do it? Are yeah. you sure you want him on your show? Because Listen, ratings you will be good up. this week. You'll have that? me. You'll have, yeah. you have a grab. Uh, ratings are already spiking as we speak. They heard Peter Alves. Oh, it's already spiking. They're spiking already, brother. Oh yeah. But thank you for coming on. Seriously, on on short notice. But you, do you know why I called you? Do you like, because you know why Dylan and Carr aren't here? Yeah, where are your calls? They don't like you. Dylan anyway. had to. So Dylan, so recording this during the day, and Dylan texts me saying, "Hey, uh, I gotta get ready for our big thing on the twenty fifth. So I said, "Okay, so you can't record? Nope, not recording this week. I'll see you next time. I'll, like, because we have a week. We're a week away from our bit. My big defense for the CTW title." If you have not already known, now you know because I'm the champ and I do what I want and I say what I want. You know, well done. Wow. Okay. So we're just gonna end the show now. I think it's gonna be the shortest ever. We're just nice. gonna end two it minutes. <laughs> New record for the Daily Goat. Yeah, Jason. Not an hour. Not an hour. Ah. ah. No, but he he texts me saying he needed a caddy. So he called Carr to be his caddy for the day. You know, he needs someone to hold his clubs. I said, you know, that's fine. You take them. That's fine. I don't need the training. I don't need it because I know I'm good. I'm fine. You know why? Because I'm a I'm a pro. Peter, I don't know if you knew this. I'm a pro. I'm a putt putt champion. Oh yeah, you cheat. Yeah, I'm a pu- What's that? You cheat, don't you? No, no. What? Never. Mm. That's right. The ball a little bit. That's fine. Off the record, it's okay. Off the record, between us. <laughs> but yeah, so they, that's fine. They're doing their thing. We have our thing here. One, I want to bring up AEW to kind of start off the show between um, Darby Allen and Miro this week in the TNT Championship match. I kind of want to vent about that match because the whole match you have Miro throwing around Darby Allen like a rag doll, and then you have Darby. Given like that little fist bump, you know, Peter, like what we do when we see each other. Hey, what's going on? We what up, bro? What up, dog? He gets one of those and then he hulks up as what I'm calling it. It's a hulk up. And he starts going left and right. He starts running all around the ropes. And he's like finally doing stuff and like getting the shit in. Right. My issue is that for 15 minutes, you're getting beat up by a guy who's bigger than you. And ragdolling you all around the ring. 
And then in the last couple of minutes, you're like, you're going up and down the ropes like nothing ever happened. You're supermaning up. You're getting that Superman like power. Yeah, I'm like, oh my no, God. It makes no sense. There was no logic. And in the end, Miro did win the title. So congrats to him on becoming the new TNT champion. I think that's going to be a great run for him as TNT champion. And I think we're going to start to see him climb up that card in AEW as he should have been in the WWE. But, you but know, I mean, they, they ruined that character. Rip Rusev. They ruined Rusev. They really did ruin Rusev. Even Lana. They ruined They never Lana. lost to John Cena, whenever that was. WrestleMania 31. WrestleMania 31 for the United States title. Well, you know what? That that I can I can agree and disagree with. You know, because John Cena needed something, a big push for the year. And they needed that, like, you know, they need that saving grace for that title. Because the U.S. title wasn't doing much. Hell, I don't even think it was defended. It hasn't been defended in a while on WrestleMania. Like, at that time. Because 31 was the first time since... Um, I want to say, oh God, I want to say maybe 20, I want to, I don't want to be wrong on this. I think it was like 23 because 24, it wasn't defended because it was, he, um, it was MVP. He was in the money in the bank ladder match 25. I think Shelton Benjamin was in the money in the bank ladder match because Matt Hardy won it at backlash 26 Miz was holding it in the tag team title match. 27 was on a dark match for WrestleMania. So it doesn't even count. Does not even count. 28. Who held it in 20 at WrestleMania 28? Oh my god, who was it? It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna haunt me now. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? I think it was, no, it wasn't Dolph Ziggler. I well, think it was Rock and John Cena, though. That, that was right. No, that WrestleMania, yeah, I know it was them. It was it was Jack Swagger. Oh no, it was it was either Jack Swagger or Santino Morella. Because I remember uh he, Zach Ryder lost the title. Because of Kane in that storyline between John and uh, oh yeah, and Kane. Murray. I mean Eva Torres. Yeah, Eva Torres. There you go. No, it's all good. The, 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 either way, like they, they use them for the, the the looks, the sex appeal. Just to be honest, I mean, that's all they use them. It's it's about it's about that quick grab for the audience, right? Yeah. You know, but uh, twenty nine, it wasn't defended. Uh, twenty nine, it was not. I don't even think it was on the card. 30 wasn't even on the card because Dean Ambrose was holding it. That was his first title ever. And then lost it the next night. Yep. Yep. For the shield. And then 31. Yeah. So they needed something for that title because for eight years straight on WrestleMania, you didn't put one of the mid card titles at WrestleMania. Not to like, you know, I probably bored you with all the knowledge that I know about this. It's kind of, I, it's like my my mind is has empty space for a lot of different things, but for wrestling, it's there's always available. It's always available for more room. Am I right? Yeah, it's just useless facts, you know. That's me in sports. It's just yeah, like, exactly. Why do I know that? Like, it pisses me off sometimes. It's like, why do Seriously. I know that? It's weird, dude. It's so weird. Like, it's like you'll ask, like you ask me a question about homework for like I don't know my chemistry class. I'll give you that example because I'm taking chem. I won't remember shit, but you ask me what happened on Wednesday night, I'll remember. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what I mean. It's like, cause it's like for me, it's like wrestling is always a study. It's if you're not learning, if you're saying that you're you know everything in wrestling, then you're you're done. That's it for you. And that's what I've heard in the back, like with people. It's like if you're done learning as a a wrestler, then it's like what are you really doing? Because every wrestler is still learning. Like in the, in this day and age, like for all these guys, like oh, I see at showcase, they're still learning. Everybody's still learning. In wrestling, everyone is. Everyone will today. They die. Exactly. You're always. Yeah. Exactly. 
But back to uh, the Miro topic, back to Miro. It's great that I we're finally seeing him in a top title picture like that for TNT. I think that's going to be a great start for him. And I think with Lance Archer heading into the picture as well, I think we're going to see two monsters collide at double or nothing. That will be a good match. I think it will be. I think that's a match that everybody would love to see because Lance Archer is a great big wrestler. He's great. And you have Miro, who is a draw in his name himself. No matter what, he's always been a draw. I think. I mean, he like, I mean, hey, everybody's different. But in WWE, he had the shot. He had the opportunity to become something big. But I don't know what happened. I don't know what fell through, or what uh, what writer got fired that week. <laughs> like take with uh, like Otis. Otis was getting a big push, and next thing you know, they drop his story like a. Like a yeah. ton of bricks, like you know, with uh, he won the Mandy money Rose. In the bank by accident, and then he was like, "Oh wait, maybe he shouldn't have won." And then I just gave it to the miss. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, dude. Is that like they could have done a lot with that money in the bank? You could have pushed a guy like I think Ricochet was in that match. You could have pushed a guy like him, right? AJ Styles in that match. AJ Daniel Styles, Bryan Daniel Bryan. Yeah, because they had the little thing in uh, Vince McMahon's office. Yeah, Rey Mysterio got like. Loki thrown off the building. Yeah. He got, quote, thrown off the building. Yeah. Oh, my God. They filmed that at the, yeah, they filmed it at um at uh, Titan Tower. Yeah, Connecticut, right? Yeah. Yeah, in Connecticut. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't drive up to watch it. Just watch sure everything unfold. <laughs> Just to watch like that, like, or them trying to shoot this. I think you're driving by and then you saw, like, Rey Mysterio, like, get flown off. You're like, oh, what is up? Imagine someone on 95 watching that. I think a man is jumping off the building. Oh, that's nice. That's what you think. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine driving by that, dude. Because every time I drive to New York, I always have to drive by that. I have to. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a big landmark, you know. It is. For, they're well, moving it, aren't they? They are. They So it's been rumored that they are. But I, I think they're going to. I think it's. they've had that building for so long. And I think it's time to like kind of update. I'll be and I'll be honest with you too. I think the next place they look is not Connecticut. I think it's Florida. Well, yeah, they all their stuff's in Florida. No, everything's in Florida. Everything's in Florida. Well, the the other rumors too that they're finally building a, a Hall of Fame too. Oh, really? Yeah, that's been that's always been in talks. Like maybe they'll put uh, that in Connecticut. I could see that. I could definitely see that in Connecticut. But then again. If you think about it, right, you have NXT, NXT's down there. You have the Performance Center down there. Why not build the Hall of Fame down there? Because yeah. you get the trifecta. Like you can do like um, you can do like tapings uh, for different um, like local talents. I'm surprised they don't have there, anything man. in LA. No, like that. Eh, you could. Everybody's in LA though. Well, that's what that's the thing is that LA is Hollywood for them. Wrestling, the wrestling world, I think it, it was always New York. It was always New York or Atlanta for wrestling. It was always one of those two. Those were the big, uh, tra- uh, not trademarks, uh, territories in wrestling. Was always okay back in like the early like eighties and nine, like back in the early eighties, like before wrestling as it is today, a monopoly for WWE and with AEW, they used to have the territories. So, but they always said the two places to go was always Atlanta because that's where NWA ran, uh, slash WCW, and uh, WWE was always called New York. Yep. It was always New York. Never called Connecticut. Like, even though they were based out of Connecticut, it was always New York, Madison Square Garden. 
But Florida was always, I think, an NWA area as well, an NWA territory. But to now be almost more associated with like AEW now and um, uh, WWE. Why couldn't I think of that for a second? I was just talking about them for forever. You know, matches getting you hard. What's that? The match is getting you hard. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, luckily, I gave the edit of the night off now, huh? Hey, luckily, I gave the edit. Don't, ed- don't overwork them, you know? I can't. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I, you know about my editor. You've heard about my editor. and, and you, I, you, Yeah, you listen to my stuff. You always know about my editor. It's not even part of the Daily Go, and we're, like, we're two out of the three that hire people at the Daily Go. I'm the one that hired not higher. Um, you know what I mean? It's a bad hire. It's a bad hire. That's what it is. Ah, you, you move on from it. Let me ask you, like, I know, like, you're, this is your first time on my show talking about wrestling. Like, what is your, your knowledge of wrestling? I know I've just gone in enti- basically half the show so far talking about my wrestling knowledge. What do you know? Well, I'm a big, like, WWE guy, like, I don't, I don't watch, I mean, AEW, I've been loosely following, like, Double or Nothing, like, Blood or Guts or whatever that was called yep. two weeks ago. Yeah. But, like, I, I'm usually just WWE, Monday, Friday, and then some pay-per-views if they, like, interest me. Now, let me ask you, if, I, if I'm a flight attendant, are you a frequent fl- uh, Are you a frequent flyer? I don't know why I couldn't say that. Ugh. Like, for wrestling, when it comes to wrestling, do you watch it, like, not to say religiously, but like, do you watch? I mean, recently, like, I, I've watched religious. Well, maybe not religiously, but like, obviously, SmackDown more because Raw kind of sucks right now. And oh, then, like, I catch up the brand, huh? You watch because oh. the brand, don't you? Oh yeah, and then, <laughs> and then I catch up on like matches on like YouTube or whatever, like okay. the ones that don't interest me or like that I don't watch, you know? Okay, all right. So that's not bad. That's that's all right. That's fair. Now let me. Let me ask you this. If like, you know, if you had to say who your favorite wrestler is right now, or just, yeah, just time. in general, just at all time. I mean, probably, probably Randy Orton. Randy, Randy? Orton's a goat. Oh yeah. That's right. The yeah, other night. John Cena. Yeah. The other night we so for people like we were at dinner the other night, I'm trying to think of my next article topic. And Peter just keeps saying, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, you got to do Randy, Randy Orton's Orton. So good though. He's so good. He's good. Best heel like ever. What do you think of uh, the RK Bros? It's so know? funny. And obviously, there was rumors that like Randy Orton asked to be with Matt Riddle. I think that's a, that's true, though. I can see that. And they're going to beat uh, AJ Styles and Osmos, or whatever his name is, for the titles eventually. You know that's going to happen. I think it will. I think it's going to happen like SummerSlam. I think it's going to happen around SummerSlam, if not before SummerSlam, or like at Money in the Bank. I think they want to hold the title. They put the title on AJ. And uh, I can't even think of his name because it's not even irrelevant with this guy. Omas, I think it yeah, is. I, I call him Osmos. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> hey, it's better than what I've called him. I don't know his name. I just say, hey, whatever. The the big guy. That's all the I got. The big guy with AJ, yeah. Yeah, the big guy with AJ, the muscle. There you go. Or D, like, uh, Diesel 2.0 to his Shawn Michaels. Yeah. But for AJ Styles, like for him to be a Grand Slam champion, I think they want to put it on on him a little longer just to kind of make the title relevant to say, okay, anybody can come to the tag team division. They're trying to maybe, quote, build the tag team division up and say, like, okay, AJ Styles is in the tag team division. Oh, like some people will say, oh, the tag team division is not, like, that good. Oh, but AJ Styles is here. Well, that, show AJ hurt. Styles is here. that show's like, hurting, though. 
It is. It's, it used to be the A show. Now it's the B show because Fox thinks of they like Fox thinks to believe that SmackDown is the A show. And I agree with that. SmackDown is becoming the A show. Well, they have They're, to be now because of the Fox agreement. Yeah, because the Fox agreement, obviously. But it was always an A show. I think it was, even when they had The Undertaker there. Oh, yeah. It was always an A show. Edge and then, yeah. Edge, they had. Yeah, they had Edge for a while. They had Randy Orton there for a while. You know what? They put, they, they were so big, they had Christian as the champion as well. Can you believe it? It was so big. It was so big at the time, they had Christian as a champion. Yeah, it was Christian. For a and week. Then, like, Randy and then Orton and then Mark Henry. Yeah, yeah you had Mark like, Henry. Yep, 2011. Dude. That was a good time for us. Like, like back then it was good, but now you look at a guy like Roman Reigns, and also like you know, I like with Roman Reigns being the Universal Champion. I think it's a great character build for him, even though he's the one that asked to be a heel. I don't think WWE thought of him as a heel character. I like no, it. that's the best thing that he did for his character ever. Totally agree. He got I, booed as it is anyway, and then he's like, oh whatever, let's go with it, let's roll with it. You know, it's like let's give it what let's give them what they want. You know. What's the other Uso, Jimmy, Jay? I yeah, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy and Jay. I don't know which one's which. All I know is is that one of them is nobody's bitch. They're, yeah, they're gonna feud soon. Yeah, no, that you're definitely we're definitely gonna see that. Like we're it's obvious. It's if not, and if not, it's it should be. It should be seen. I think and, they're gonna win the tag title soon, though. Jimmy and Jay, and then they're just gonna. Well, here's my thing. I think we need to see the feud go at least a pay-per-view or have like that, that pay-per-view style match. Cause that deserves its own, like it deserves its own uh, build that own story build. Right. But I don't think they're going to leave reigns. I think one of them is just going to be like, listen, you just got to fall in line. And then the other one's going to be like, all right. No, it's I think best for the- oh, what was saying? it's best for the business. It's best for the brand. You know, you just I- get another stable, not like the shield, but like kind of like that. No, yeah, I can I can see that. I can definitely see it. But you know what? Like the other thing I can see too is that <clears throat> and if they kept these guys around, um, do you remember the authors of pain? Yeah, AOP. Yeah, yeah the guy AOP. with the yeah, the guy with the like, like the uh, what is that called? Yeah, like the shield style, like uh yeah, like, the bulletproof vest kind of thing. Yeah, the, but they almost had that shield esque style almost. Yeah, like with the almost like with the bulletproof vest when they came out. Yeah, one like, of the uh, names is like Caesar or something. Income, uh, income and Razar, I believe yeah. it was. Um, but anyway, no, because I was watching back NXT this week, and I was watching some of the old takeovers, and one of them was uh, the end of the beginning when it was um, when it was Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe in their first steel cage match, which I thought was great too. By the way, that that's a great card. Yeah, that was a great card. But when you had those two come in, they were dominant. And then to see them now, they're not even on wrestling. They're not even the WWE anymore. Well, Finn Balor. No, Finn Balor. No, I'm saying um, Income and Rizar. Yeah. AOP. If AOP, if they they knew that this character and Roman Reigns was going to appear, I think that would have been the tag team to go with. With Roman Reigns. I think it would have been... A dominant, dominant group because they are. I believe they are cousins. Like, um, I don't want to. I don't like. I think they are. I think they're like cousins to Roman Reigns, or they're part of that Samoan, the, the Samoan tribe. Yeah, I want to think they are. I want to think they are. But if anything, but even still, I think that would have been a great character move or a great stable move 
And plus, you would have Jimmy and Jay in there as well. well that's I the think, best thing they did for their character. So they turn heel. Yep. Now they're with Reigns. Yeah. No, I, I, it's gonna, I think it's a good character move. I think for them, it's a good character move to have like with them with Roman. For Roman to be where he's at now, like in the picture that he's in. Is he really going to keep the title until he faces The Rock? Whenever that's going to be. No, I don't know. They have to have that transitional champion. Every every company has that transitional champion, and every story has that transitional champion. They hold it for a certain number of days or a certain co- a couple of months, and then you have the big title uh, title win. Take the Miz for example, and I've said it before. Miz was a transitional champion. Yeah, just to like keep five days. Yes, no, a little more than that. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, a little more than that. But he was. That's all it was. It was a transitional like period for the WWE. The WWE needed him to cash in, take the title off Drew, move it on to Bobby, so that way Bobby become like has this dominant reign. Well, that's why of- I thought that Edge was going to win, or Brian was going to win in WrestleMania, and then they would just pin the other one. That's what I thought too. I thought that'd be good, like to kind of see that be like, okay, I wasn't pinned. If anything, it, that would have been perfect for him. I like. I, I think that would have been perfect to start a new reign. Because they're gonna run out of people for him to face. Yeah, I like think they're gonna Cesaro. Which, yeah, you're fake one and all, but like, he's never gonna win. No, Cesaro is great. Don't get me wrong. Like Cesaro is good. I don't. I don't see him as a champion. He's, it's a great start. It's a great push for him. But I think that story between Seth and Cesaro is not over. In any case, it's not over. But for those two to be like, you know, like for those two in Cesaro and Reigns, I think that's a good story to build off of after the big win against Seth. But you have other guys on the card. You have other guys that you can call up. You have other guys on other brands that could be going up against Roman Reigns. I think I think what they're going to do, this is just me, it's going to be Roman Edge at SummerSlam. Where is Edge? Edge is MIA right now. Edge is MIA when he says he wants to be a full-time guy, but yet leaves. You know what I mean? I it, thought he was injured for a while. No, no, he's fine. But they're trying to give, like, you know, that character, like the build between Roman and the guys he pinned, like with the stacking and the pinning. Yeah. And they, hell, they made a T-shirt out of the freaking pin. Right. They made a T-shirt out of it to kind of be like, okay, He's dominant. You have to acknowledge him as a true champion, a true warrior, like beating these guys. And like just for the hell of it, stack them on each other. So that way there's no excuse. There's well, I want, no I want Brock to come back though and face Reigns. Like, what is that gonna happen? That has to no, happen. No, they can't. Why? Because of Paul Heyman? That that would be amazing. And then Brock would be like, yo, Paul, like, what are you doing, bro? Because here's the thing, and you have to remember this. It kills the story. If you put Brock Lesnar against well, a guy like Roman, win. he doesn't have to win. But here's the thing: if you can't have a match, like, and that's what I hate too about WWE, you can't have a match finish with nobody winning. There's too many disqualifications in this world, too many disqualifications in the wrestling world, and to have a finish like that between those two, you can't have it. You've had it before. You've had them. You've had a triple threat. Or like, like break up a rip match a like that, thing and just have Paul Heyman turn on Roman Reigns if you want to do it that way. No, but well, Roman Reigns, uh, Roman Reigns really doesn't need Paul. No, I know because he 
actually talks real well. I think Paul's just there for talking smack. He's just there just because. He's there because I'm I'm like that good, and I'm that good to actually just have him just because. I mean, like CM Punk. CM Punk didn't need him. No, he's just a name, you know? No, he's just a name. But it also was like, you know what? For the hell of it, let's put him with them. Well, I mean, someone's got to hold that title like a baby. <laughs> that always kills me. I love just... Paul. I love yeah, I Paul Him on talking smack is amazing. Oh, my God, dude. And then, you know what was funny? Like, High Spots was doing, like, a uh, an autograph thing for him, a private autograph, like, signing for him. And I wanted to get his autograph, and I didn't. I'm so pissed at myself. He's so good. Way back in the day, even now, like, oh, he doesn't the do best talker ever. He is, dude. And like, that was my thing. Like, that was another reason I got back in, like, back into wrestling. Like, um, before I went to showcase, I was looking through different, um, cat like different academies and whatnot, different, um, schools, and I, I pulled up a couple, and I wanted to go back just to be a manager. Like, you know, to be like, like an advocate, a manager, you know, like that plus one in wrestling because of talkers. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and I, it was because of like Paul Heyman, because I loved the way he was on the mic. Like, and I love the character Paulie dangerously with the, with the old cell phone. Yeah. Dude, it was so, dude, that was when he so actually awesome. had hair. Yeah. Yeah. But he was good, dude. And that's what I was saying. Like, that's what got me. Hooked back onto wrestling, not like I shouldn't say hooked back onto wrestling, just hooked on the idea of I want to be a part of it. Like doing this is like because of that. Doing the uh, the stuff I do with Showcase is because of that. Like you know, like it's just it's crazy how one person not, not to say one person, but just one tiny little per like one tiny little thing can make it possible or like a reason to do this. Like do what I love, like or do what I love to do, like talk about wrestling or be a part of wrestling. You know, it's always like it's always been like that for me. You know, like I like I get like Paul Heyman is up there. He's great. Like he's the goat. He's the goat. He's the goat. And you know, like for ECW being like you know the the era like you know that was at one not to say cheap but like you know had its like its ways and that's why I love to call my podcast Cheap Talk Wrestling because of something like that. Like when you look at extreme uh, extreme championship wrestling, that's how it was at one point. But it's like to, but the way that they were able to grab an audience and pull them in was like for, because of Paul Heyman, a guy like Paul, and a guy like like an example Tommy Dreamer, and a guy like um, you could full uh, circle Christian. What's that? Full circle Christian. Yeah, no, that 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 was a bad way of ending ECW. Oh yeah, with Christian too. It's he's champion for a while. Yeah, actually, let me ask you: With AEW having Christian, what do you what are your thoughts on that? I know I, I, I hate how I've been speaking so much. Let, I have I, that's why I have you here to kind of no, no, bounce I, off. I mean, of. this, <laughs> no, this is your show. I mean, AEW is just signing all WWE. No, maybe not has been's, but like no, washed up, retired like people that they don't have any place for WWE, and then they, obviously they want to keep going. Like, what's the big show doing? Like, he's he just signed. doing interviews. He's so just like, literally doing interviews, dude. Like. I don't, I don't I don't know why he left. Like he wrestled like one time, and then he's just like, it's all because of one thing. That's money. That's all it is. When like Tony Khan all- has his daddy, you know his NFL daddy, saying, "Hey, can I can I take out a little bit? Can I can I give it to my friends that I'm going to call my friends right now in wrestling? 
like yeah they sign everybody like christian yeah. big show like obviously uh, chris jericho is a founder and cody rhodes that's his company and Jack Chris Jericho is a founding member. I should, you should, he's not a founding, he's a founding member. Yeah, he, right. he, he's the Hulk Hogan. He's their Hulk Hogan. When, when WCW wanted to do Monday Night, the Monday Night Wars or Monday Night uh, Nitro, they needed a big guy. And AEW Dynamite was, Hulk, uh, was their Hulk Hogan was Chris Jericho. He was a name. He was a reason to watch. That's all it was. Is he great? He has he done great things so far. Yes, he's done a lot of great things. Do you, let me add, like before I get into the Chris Jericho topic with the inner circle. Do you think AEW is WCW two I mean, probably. It's good to have competition between both of them, but I think they're just going to die. AEW. I totally agree. I totally agree, but maybe but, not right now. But like they're. They can't keep that up. Forever. I'm saying with the, the 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 amount of money spent, the gimmicks that they're doing, and just their pre- the, the way that they're presenting their company. Do you think like do you think that they? I, I know like we shouldn't say oh survive in ten years like you know do you think there'll be something? Do you think there'll be an impact wrestling in ten years where they're just changing from channel to channel? Or do you think that like WWE maybe finds a way to you know say I bought my competition, or do you think it just like ultimately dies? We'll probably end up like Impact or even like TNA. Like somebody's got to stop WWE though. They can't be the number one monopoly. Somebody's have to step in. It's just WWE knows what they're doing, bro. That's the that's know, but... the bottom line. You know, like WWE just knows how to not. Burn an audience. AEW's got to start charging for pay-per-view too. What AEW? Yeah. It's not even that, but the problem is, and I've said this to you like just hanging out. AEW, what they're doing is they're doing matches that should be on a pay-per-view card. Like on TV. Right. You take the blood and guts. They had a million dollar match, a pay-per-view worthy match. On a Wednesday night. Great. Don't get me wrong. It's great to see that they're doing that, but you had the opportunity to have an ultimate buy-in on pay-per-view, but you put it on Wednesday night and you had fans complaining there, not a lot, but a few complaining that the rest of the card was on a screen. You know what I mean? Like ultimately you got to like balance it out, I guess. Yeah, but yet they're doing so, they're doing the same shit again on double or nothing, but in a stadium stampede match. So what was the real point of doing the blood and guts if you're just gonna go to stadium stampede? You know what I mean? That's like me saying to you, I want a hell in a cell match with you, and then say this, you know what? On second thought, you know what? Let's keep going with this, and then now let's do an empty uh, like an almost a empty arena brawl. You start off with that, and then you work your way to the hell in a cell, right? You don't give like you don't give the like the color out there like in, in for wrestling color or, or gigging uh, for blood, but you don't give them that. You don't give a fan that unless you know you're really getting a big payout, and that's what I'm just seeing from that. The big payout is the blood and guts match. That's the ultimate storytelling match, or the ultimate ending of a rivalry match, not 
a stadium stampede. Well, everyone loves to see a little blood. Everybody does. Everybody loves to see and that's the number one Kendall. star, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose's wheelhouse. Basically, basically, like he's still a great talent, dude. Don't get me wrong; he's a great storyteller. But, but that's that's just how I'm looking at it. Like, okay, look at it this way. Like, look, like look at it from the Daily Goats end, right? We're giving all the like we're giving away so much content out there, right? Let's say if next we just said, hey, you know what? We're gonna give away free T-shirts. Nice. If you just said, <laughs> I'm just saying, imagine we said we're giving away free t-shirts, right? We're like, where, where does it work out for us? Oh, we're giving away free t-shirts. I mean, publicity, I guess. I mean, they, they're probably just doing that on Wednesday just to get more, eyes to get more product. views. And I get that. Like not, it's nothing but respect to, to getting the views, but you shouldn't have to like give that, give that away. Without okay, saying to yourself, will it continue on the next week? And it didn't. And it didn't. Though that's the thing, is that they dropped close to two hundred thousand people. Well, right. Actually, more than that. See, all they want to see is that one match. That's all they wanted to do. That's all they wanted to see. But then you if drop you look at the analytics. It's probably a spike. It's no, so good. it went from I think it was like one point zero nine million. To I think it's like below, like I think it's like almost close to seven hundred thousand people watching. That's a drop. That's not a significant drop, but it's a drop in ratings. Like okay, people see like okay, maybe a hundred thousand people drop here and there, but it also spikes here and there every so often. But for AEW to get that high rise and then to drop drastically, like not to, not to say drastically, but it is drastic to that much. You're kind of like okay. What do we really need to do to fix this? You well, know? that's like watching a TV show. You know, you want to watch the season premiere and then the season finale. You know, and you know, stuff yeah, in the middle won't so. matter. True, I guess so. You know, like I mean, that's why they have multi-million-dollar people on, like on call, like saying, "Okay, what? How do we fix this?" And here we are. That's kind of like what WWE's though, sort of. Yeah, but you, you know, just but- want to watch the main event and skip around to whatever you want to watch. Not necessarily, you know. I've always been a guy. I've always been a fan of the mid card. I've always been a fan of the mid. Well, yeah, but like you have those some matches that you're like, oh my god, really? And then you like go to no, the bathroom I, or like go get a snack or like. No, I totally agree. I totally uh, agree with you on that. Actually, let me ask you because I know I haven't talked to you uh, really about wrestling or like just on air about it for WrestleMania. What was your match to kind of say? All right, I wish. Can, is there a fast forward button for this match? Well, I, I thought I, it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be Bad Bunny and the Miz. And I like, thought so too. Because <laughs> I was like mapping out my bathroom break, and I was like, "All right, this is gonna be it right here." But like, Bad Bunny was really, really good. No, he was. He truly like, and I, I have said it, and like you know, he proved like celebrity matches have proved now proved me wrong. And then Shaquille O'Neal came into the picture. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, Shaquille O'Neal did well too. But Bad Bunny, that was a good match. It kind of like redeemed the celebrity match. You know, it's it's surprising that it redeems celebrity match. But um, one other thing, one, one other thing before I know, I feel like we're getting to that hour. I think we are. I don't know. I, I kind of like I just I, you know, I should put a timer out here, but I never do because I'm not cheap. Uh, who needs a timer? Yeah, exactly. Who needs a timer? No, we're going to go an hour. We're going to do it. We're going to go the hour. If someone has a problem with it, they can cut off my show. Peter, you're a witness, and you said it. I swear. 
I'm blaming you. I'm putting you right up front. Peter Alves said that if we go the hour, it's on him. I swear that's what he said. You heard it here first, folks. Actually, you want to know, actually, the, I'm kidding. To circle back to your question. It's probably the tag team tournament. The turmoil? Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's when I left. <laughs> that's when I left for a second, too. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, but um, but for, for Bad Bunny, he really did a good job. Like, you know, and I've said it before on here that he just trained. He busted his, his ass doing it. He really showed that, okay, you put in the work, you put in the time. You'll get the outcome, you know, and that's with any training. Worst match on that card was, was most surprisingly, it was the Fiend and Randy Orton. Really? Yeah. The story was good. Okay. The story build for it was great. Yeah, but the story just died. Delivery for it, though. The delivery for it. But are those rumors right, though, that he's having like mental problems and he He is? Yeah. So that's, that's what's been, that's what, that's what's been, um, that's what's been said on a lot of the dirt sheets. So, for Bray Wyatt, he's still trying to deal with the effects of um, Brody Lee death, yeah, yeah. Brody Lee's death, and it, it, I mean it is a big hit. It's a big hit to him because he was a part of that that long build of his career. Oh like, yeah, they, they were together in NXT when NXT first started. The Wyatt family was a big thing. He was a part of. He was the first one introduced into the Wyatt family. Um, back in NXT when it first when it first started up in uh, 2013 when they started doing the independent shows, not independent shows, but the WWE developmental system. But for Bray Wyatt, yeah, I can see where it's going to affect you. Like you know, he's just like this. There was no problem with the guy whatsoever. You know that like nothing was. You can't. You couldn't say a bad well, people thing. People were saying that. that he had a heads up, and he even told Vince he was like. Listen, I leave, and then Vince is like, "Now nah, you you can leave, but like, you can't leave before Mania." Yeah, so that's how they wrote him off. You know, you had to you have to write him off somehow. Yeah, but even like with his tribute, you saw his tribute. Um, yeah, Wrestling, yeah. I thought that was really good, but you you needed that you needed that way to kind of build them like to push them off television, and I think the way they did it was good. I th- not to say good, it was okay. It's an okay way to do it, you know, but it happens, you know, like it's, it's real life mixing in with storytelling, you know, it's, it's crazy to think about, but in, in reality, the reality of it is the person that is Bray Wyatt just needs to step away from like, you know, the story, the, yeah, you have to check yourself. You have to check yourself. Right. I mean, yeah. Mental priority is always your number one, you know, it is like, like with us family first. Yeah. And for Dylan and Carr, it's golf first. Oh, yeah. You know, priorities, like, you know. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. The priorities here. But yeah. But last thing I wanted to talk about is uh, the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes. So I actually sent this to the, uh, to the guys at CTW. So I thought this was really cool. Let me pull it up. <laughs> while, I, while we have like our little, uh, our little Google break here. No, Glad kidding. you uh, sent them that so they can talk about it. Yeah, oh, Dylan, know, right? you want to say some uh, words? Dylan, huh? Yeah, come on, Dylan. Come on. Car? Car? No? Nothing? No? Ah. Now, where is it? Oh, my goodness. So it was about, oh, no, I sent it to myself. I didn't send it to them. I sent it to myself. <laughs> Dylan, and, take that all back. Yeah, sorry, guys. No. So with Cody Rhodes with uh, the American Dream, the American Dream trademarking agreement. So, you know, you know how, do you know how trademark works? Yeah, you can't make money off of 
whatever the trademark is. Right. So for Cody Rhodes for a while has been trying to fight for the trademark agreement for the uh, American dream, the American dream, because that was his father's like nickname in wrestling. He was right. the American dream. Really Rhodes. That, right. Not anymore. Well, so yeah, like officially before. like WWE, like, you know, is filing trademarks for stuff that they don't need just in case they want to, you know, use it later on and like, or use it for a story. So for Cody Rhodes for a while has been fighting for this, the American dream tagline for his character to not be called the American nightmare. So because it was mentioned on W, uh, not WCW, because it was mentioned on AEW, the, the file, the appeal that he made for the use of the, of the name, he can now start using that, that, that representation on television as the new like documentation of, okay, this is why we need this trademark. Right. Because he's talking about it on television because it was brought up the one time because it wasn't used anytime by him on television. He couldn't use it. And because it was WWE at one point, that's what I, that's what I read off of this, um, this dirt sheet. Yeah. Cause WWE owns it. But what do you think of that? Do you think that, Cody Rhodes, like I, I get it for the the card, like at double or nothing get against a go. Uh, I believe it's a go go. I don't know the boxer a go go. I don't know his name. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. All I know is that Cody Rhodes is going over. That's all that matters at yeah. double or nothing. And if you uh-huh. if whatever happens happens, but for Cody Rhodes, do you think he really needs the American the American dream in his you know like in his repertoire or like in his um not his repertoire his his character. Do you think the American nightmare, uh, the American nightmare should stay the American nightmare rather, rather than the American dream? I mean, yeah, keep it on rolling, but it was probably a spite thing, you know, because it was probably, when is that that while ago, right? It was 2014. Yeah. yeah. So like, he was probably like, why does WWE still have this? Like, obviously it's not Rhodes, but like, he was probably like, I, I want it back. Like it's mine. It's like family. family. Yeah. I could see that, you know, like it's probably I, I like a spite thing. And he's like, good. Like we have it back again, you know, like him start a, whatever his real name is. Dustin. Yeah. Dustin. Yep. Yeah. yeah for yeah. Dustin. Yeah. I can see that too. It's just like, you know, the legacy. Yeah. I can see that just as the legacy for the two. Yeah. You know, even though that NXT still says the Dusty Rhodes classic, right? Yeah. They do use the that. Acting thing. Yeah. Yep. Even like like a year later, they're not even in the company. Maybe yeah, they still do it. They did it. They still do it. It's crazy. It's crazy that they still do it, even though the two brothers are not even in the company anymore. But again, but Dusty Rhodes did have a big uh, responsibility in building NXT. He he did. Like even though like you know it's a uh, Triple H's baby. Like part of it was Dusty Rhodes. Like building, like what it is today. Does yeah. he do anything in AEW? That's another probably bad sign. What? Dusty Rhodes. Dusty. Dusty's. What do you mean? WCW. Fucking Dustin. Dustin. Oh. I'm like, wait, Dustin. You just said he's dead. Nah, the ghost. No, no, I'm kidding. No, Dustin. Um, Dustin's doing a lot. He's uh, like becoming a developmental. Uh, person as well being more behind the scenes Oh, okay but he's still on camera he's still on camera he's still doing a lot of good stuff he still has a lot left in the tank dude like dustin Rhodes, you know gold dust whoever you want to call him as as long as you don't call him uh what was it like seven i think it was i think he went by that at one point he went through a lot of job for life obviously when yeah AW. he will. 
Well, he has his own training center too. He has his own, um, he has his own, I'm saying a lot of today. Shoot. Um, he has his own um, training center. Yeah. Training center. Why can't I think of it? I said performance. Uh, he has his own training center out in Texas. So he does his own thing there while also doing the stuff he's doing on TNT for AEW. Right. So, but to kind of see where he's at versus where he was before with WWE, which was just being backstage, you know, probably a catering. A lot of people are catering. Let's be real. But yeah, it's it, it. What a what a circle it's been for a lot of guys. But it, I think it's gonna like for AEW. Like, well, we we've said it. You know, like we just brought it up. For them, I don't see. I see it like lasting a while, but I don't think it's gonna like you know defeat the the, no, the no, powerhouse in WWE. Money on par, yeah, monopoly. Yeah, yeah. But, somebody's gonna have to do it though. Well, that's the thing is that you can fire your shots as many times as you want. You'll probably wound them, but you can't kill them. You know, you can wound them. You can take what you can take their pride. You know, you can take whatever. But at the end of the day. They're still gonna come at you fighting, and WWE is just fighting, dude. And they're kicking ass, dude. They're kicking ass. A lot of great stories are coming up, but we will talk about them more. Well, I will be talking about them more next time. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, actual co-host with me, with my actual co-host. For now, Peter and I will bid you adieu. So. Peter, well, first off, while I'm closing out, I want to thank you for coming on. I know it was last minute. Oh, yeah, no problem. Like I said, you're my IC. I had to break that glass. I had to break that glass, you brother. Got that hammer, you know? Yeah, I had to break that with that giant hammer. But thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. And make sure you guys check him out at Bosox Bombas and Pombo Peter's Picks and wherever he's writing his articles. I'm everywhere. He's everywhere. He's everywhere, I swear. He's great. He's a good man. He's still a good man, big kid. He's not on OG era. We might have to have you on OG era, actually. I mean, when when that wheel comes, I'll pick up the phone. (laughs) I know you'll pick up the phone. I can't wait for that. But we're keeping it cheap right here. So make sure you follow us on all all forms of social media, at Cheap Wrestling. And it's unfortunate because Carr is not here to do the at Cheap Wrestling. At Cheap Wrestling. Peter, could you honor me with saying at Cheap Wrestling? At Cheap Wrestling. At Cheap Wrestling. Yeah, there it is. There it is. At Cheap Wrestling. Make sure you follow. Make sure you subscribe on all podcast forms, Apple, you know, Spotify. You know all the podcasts. I don't have to mention them all. I shouldn't have to mention them all because you already better be subscribed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. You better be subscribed. Yeah, because of Peter now. Because Peter's on here. You better subscribe. They're, they're already subscribed. They're, they, they see my name on the top, featuring Peter. Featuring like Peter. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but thank you for listening. And remember, keep it cheap, guys.